everyone. My name is Mark Vina, and welcome to the More Insights and Strategy podcast, where we cover tech topics that focus on the smart home, home automation, home security, and even console gaming and other types of cool consumer topics. In other words, we do all the cool and fun stuff. And, and in today's podcast, it's Wednesday, May 13th, uh, 2020. I've got a really uh, interesting podcast because uh, the venue has been in the news for the last uh, several weeks. They've got they uh, they announced some important news for their venue uh, this morning. And I've got uh, Jens Hightecker, who is the executive vice president of Messe Berlin Group, uh, and uh, they uh, they manage and oversee and they have for years a very very big IFA event, both the press conference and the IFA trade show that routinely happens in Berlin, generally in the late August time frame, and uh, want to catch up with Jens in terms of some of the things they're doing because they've certainly been impacted by the uh, the coronavirus situation, and they actually made some big news this morning. So, uh, Jens, let me give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. Yeah, How are my you? name is Jens. I'm the executive director of IFA. It's, uh, as you mentioned, one of the worldwide leading shows for the tech industry. And if it comes to the only consumer electronics industry, the worldwide leading show, Berlin, held usually in September. I do this job for 20 years now, and uh, I really <laughs> haven't seen a situation like this year. Uh, <laughs> the coronavirus situation is... <laughs> is it's, it's unbelievable uh, if, if you go through country by country. And, of course, in, it's a very global show, a very international show. Mm-hmm. And we could follow our exhibitors in manufacturing industry from country to country to the coronavirus. And uh, it's, it's, an, it's an incredible, difficult time for the whole event mm-hmm. industry. Um, and it's not about that we can't do trade shows these days. It's really about if you run a very big show, you have big shows in the US, you have big shows here, and I think it's a huge show, and uh, if you see one of our exhibitors, uh, it's covering a big area of more than 10,000 square meters or 100,000 square feet for one place. And the, the problem indeed is at this time, there's so much uncertainty, fear even, outside uh, because of the coronavirus, no one knows what will happen in September. But for a company, it's an impossible decision to decide now to invest these huge budgets in a trade show in a couple of months, wherever it is. If it's in September, October, or even in February next year. So, Jens, um, I do really appreciate you participating in today's podcast because you've been a, you've been a very very busy guy, and I'm sure your entire organization has been very busy over the last you know six or seven weeks on how to deal with this because it really is an unprecedented event, and uh, it's affecting, of course, trade shows and public events all over the world. And you know, you and I have talked about this before. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, IFA. I think FIFA does uh, IFA does a tremendous job of. Um, it's probably the only event that I'm aware of in the tech space that really has a very uh, strong innovation and vis- visionary thematic um, per- persona to it. So I've always been impressed with that part, particularly your press conferences. I mean, not to mention the fact that you always have, you hold your press conferences in very nice nice locations to go to <laughs> from a location standpoint. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this year. <laughs> Despite this year, but you know, hey, I'm an optimistic guy. You know, you sound like you're a, you're you're the glass is half full versus half empty type of guy. I mean, you even sa- stated that that you tend to be a very optimistic <laughs> guy. The world will be a much better place a year from now than it is today. 
Uh, but um, I do want to get into some yeah. of the details that you announced because you did make some news this morning that uh, there is going to be a um, an EFA event in a slightly different way, you know, um, in the early September timeframe. So let's get to that news and let's get to, you know, some of the themes that you brought up this morning on this morning's press conference, because I really was I was taken by the, 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 the somber nature of the of the. Um, of your, of your press conference. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think you're obviously focusing on the, on the important things that you want to make people feel safe and comfortable, you know, as you kind of, as we move in, you know, to this brand new world. But first of all, let's talk about the news that you folks announced mm-hmm. this morning. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I know at the moment it's, it's the, see the situation in the US. Um, it's more or less unbelievable than we say, um, that we will held a physical event in September in Berlin. Mm-hmm. The situation in, in Europe, in, in Germany, is a little bit different to the US. We were much earlier, we had to went through much earlier to this coronavirus crisis. And at the moment, we are on a very good track in recovering from this crisis. Uh, but it's the one part. Mm-hmm. The other part, it's, um, it's really how can we bring together in this time an international leading show with so many international journalists, media representatives, trade attendees, uh, especially from the retail buyers in the industry. How can we bring together in this time on a global stage people? Mm-hmm. And usually IFA has over 250,000 attendees. And it means it's uh, plus the exhibitor staff. It's a huge event. It's a truly international event in, in terms of specializing consumer electronics to the world market. So um, it, it's very tough to decide in this uncertainty. We all feel uh, what to do, how to serve to the industry. And then we found a very surprising solution for the most of you of your colleagues <laughs> um, that we decided, yes, we can do a, a physical event, but in a much smaller shape. Mm-hmm. What we do uh, is we, we will concentrate, we will focus on our four core functions. We deliver for the industry, for the retail, and for the public. Means we will create four parallel events with only at the moment 1,000 attendees allowed. Mm. So can we control First of all, the flow, the entrances, 1,000 per day. You can control inside the hall with the distancing rules. Everything is guaranteed, uh, and that's the only way. Four parallel different uh, events with 1,000 attendees only, but parallel. And mm-hmm. this is the IFA, the very special edition of this year in IFA. And these four rules, these four functions for us, are the first and for you, obviously, the most important is the media function. It means we will organize with the help of with the support of two stages and a small exhibition for the media the opportunity to hear directly from the companies the new product, the announcements for the new product for the Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve season. That's the most important season for the retailers. Uh, the industry usually has in September so many announcements. They will have the chance to come to Berlin and to present this to international media in a controlled number. Mm-hmm. Um, you, as a journalist, will have the chance 
even not only to follow the press conference, the announcement in huge, at the moment, lecture house, that we can guarantee you the social distance between the, the feet. It's uh, at the moment the rule. Uh, but you also have the chance to meet exhibitors in small presentations to conduct the interviews, to to learn about the viable solutions. And so can be your real job as, as a media representative to inform all you or your audience about right. the real news of the tech industry. Right. And, that's the, the, it, and especially for you as a journalist, you know, you can, of course, you can try to get from company to company uh, and to try to, to get all the information. But here you will have under one roof all the presentations, all the major news, and that's the most efficient way for journalists to right. contact and to learn about products and technologies and innovation. Right. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Jens. Yeah, about this, we have three other parts. Yep. I try to make it short because maybe that's not so interesting for your audience because this is really about um, the, the, uh, the structures of retailing, retailers and buyers. Uh, the one is what we will organize. We will help the industry in, in retailer meeting lounges to get together with uh, the retailers and buyers face-to-face so they mm-hmm. can set orders, they can learn about product strategies and whatever. Right. The third part is, and it's, it's very important, uh, it sounds ridiculous, but it's really very important, especially this year. We're talking about sourcing, OEM, ODM. Maybe some of your uh, audiences uh, is, is familiar with uh, these uh, short terms. We're talking, for example, if you're talking about Apple products, it's an ODM. Apple mm-hmm. is uh, developing this product, but but the production, the manufacturing itself, is done by a second or third company. Right. That's ODM. means this, this supply chain is very usual in the whole industry. You have so many company, components from different technology companies inside the new product. And this to organize and reorganize in this time of coronavirus crisis is crucial. And mm-hmm. there are so many interruptions uh, on global stage. So usually this used to be this, the largest sourcing show in Europe for our industries. Mm-hmm. This year, it will be the very first on the world dedicated in consumer electronics products and innovation. And mm-hmm. this is uh, what's very crucial to see in September for the industry to make sure that the innovations are not only developed, that they can be manufactured in a safe way for, for the consumers around the world. And right. last but not least, is our tech, com- tech community event. It's called IFA Next, with the, with the integration of startups, tech companies. And additionally, we combine this this year with, with another event usually we have separated. It's mm-hmm. called Shift Mobility. This is about all the topics from the, um, from the mobility sector, um, talking about car manufacturers, as well as talking about digital mobility service providers. Like like a Uber or Lyft. Mm. This this will be combined in an, in a fourth event. If all of these four events are separated, you have to register for every of these events for every day, so that we can um, control the flows, so that we can control how many people are in, and so, we, so that we can guarantee the safest way we can use in these times. Right. 
Well, you, you know what's amazing about all of this is that, um, you know, as, as, a, as speaking for myself, because, I, you know, I you know, work for companies like Compaq and Dell, and I've been very much in the consumer tech space before mm-hmm. I joined More Insights. You know, the importance of these of vendor meetings at these big trade shows, it may, it may be something that the average consumer doesn't understand and doesn't value. But if you're a manufacturer, that's a big deal. I mean, the big trade shows are a huge opportunity where, especially if you're a small startup, Jens, where you're a small company and you can come to the, the, the IFA trade show and without having to go to 15 or 20 different cities mm-hmm. to, to show off your products, you can go to one, one location in a very relaxed, comfortable environment and show your products off in a very leisurely type of way so it's it's i think it's a great thank you i think it's great that you're protecting that capability because that's important that's I, important you know i totally agree i totally agree mark uh, but don't forget the other side uh, if you see an executive uh, of a big company of a big tech company if he wants to meet clients how many clients a day he can usually meet uh, mm-hmm. with, with traveling from from city to city Yes. Two or three, maybe yes. or one. Yes. Right. Think, think about the cost of this trip of this one CEO. Right. Now imagine how many clients, important clients, strategic clients, partners, a CEO can meet within a trade show mm-hmm. in a day. Right. How efficient it is, at, at least time wise, but even cost efficient it is. For oh, no, CEO, you, you... It's not only for. Startups for for retailers, it's even for the industry CEOs. One of the most efficient way to meet in a short time in the same location. So many of partners, clients, and if it's smart enough to go around and sneak around and see with their own eyes what's the news in the industry. Right. I, I could not agree with you more because you know the, the door swings both ways. Whether you're a vendor, whether you're a journalist, whether you're a startup, whether you're a big company, and and let's face it, over the next few months, you know, and this is a worldwide situation. I mean, travel is going to be challenging for mm-hmm. a lot of people. I mean, it, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, mm-hmm. there is a, you know there's a broad mm-hmm. discussion going on right now about how quickly will people return to flying on mass, you know, and that's not just a U.S. phenomenon; it's a worldwide phenomenon. So I think the idea of being able to travel to one location, even over the next few months, you know, as, as you get into your EFA September event, I think that's going to be very, very important because at least it will give people the confidence that, you know what, yes, I do want to travel again, but it's great to go to one location, at least in a controlled, you know, um, you know, moderated environment and be able to take in, you know, as many companies as I can. I mean, those, those select people who get are, are, are chosen you know, to attend that event because I think you are doing the wise thing mm-hmm. and managing the number to a reasonable number. I, you know, and what's funny, Jens, you know, since I've been to so many uh, IFA events, I can't imagine what a thousand people will look like versus the 250,000 that typically show up. <laughs> it will almost be like a ghost town in comparison. But, it, but it'll be much, actually, in some ways, actually, it might be a more enjoyable event because you wouldn't have the, the big crowds to deal with. Um, let's talk a little bit about the other news that you made this morning. Is the CE event we uh, uh, the CE event that you got um, folks are um, involved with that is going on as planned, and uh, so let's talk a little bit about that as well because I think that's important news because that's that's an important tra- trade show. Of course, it takes place in China in Asia, but let's talk a little bit about that too because I think that that was I don't think that that was new news today. That was not um, that hasn't been previously been reported. Correct? It wasn't bad news to be honest, but. Mm-hmm. 
it's the same development for this show in China than for Alpha in Berlin. If you see, uh, it's, I know it's at the moment for, for people in America unbelievable, but in China, especially this region where we will have the show in the second half of September in Guangzhou, mm-hmm. uh, in this city, everything is, is back to the normal life. They can't even go to the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Allowed. Yes. Why not? <laughs> and means we just talked to the government, and, and it's, at the moment they, they really restored the total life, and they already went through all this crisis. And that's the good outlook for the American people, by the way, um, in the next few weeks. So mm-hmm. we will go ahead with the planning for this show. And as you mentioned, the the, the, the only restriction at the moment is uh, what what is allowed in terms of traveling. It's the mm-hmm. only restriction. Right. And uh, we, we saw this here in Europe as, as well. And, and uh, <laughs> funny enough, uh, one week ago, our um, Secretary of uh, External Affairs of Germany uh, mentioned to the public there will be no holidays on the Mediterranean Sea. And that's very bad news for the German people, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, one week later, yesterday, he was in contact with all the countries and they tried to manage that everyone can fly in a couple of weeks to other countries in Europe. And we will see this is so dynamic at the moment in the positive way. Right. Whenever you're fighting, whenever you have fought successfully this corona crisis, you will see your people also will try to restore to normal life, try to use all the, the very efficient ways of business life, and that's our hope for both shows, for China mm-hmm. and for Europe. And the difference in China, I guess, is uh, that in China we we see this is such a huge market with more than one billion people. Right. That even if you say it's only a domestic show, it's only a show in China with Chinese visitors and buyers and retailers mainly, this is an unbelievable big opportunity for mm-hmm. this market to meet all the most important retailers and buyers. And that's right. the reason why we will offer this. And by the way, the government in Guangzhou is highly supporting the um, digital industry. It's one of the real hubs of the technology industry in China, the region around Guangzhou. It's, you will find so many of the big tech companies, but also you'll find so many of new mobility manufacturers. You will find so many of new startups in this region. This is the, the heart of the electronic industry, even in China. This region and in the heart, in the, in the center of this heart, let's say, we will be with our show in September. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, you know, I wish you folks lots of luck. You know, I hope I'm certainly one of the lucky people that gets to attend the September event. So, um, hint, hint, you know, if you can help me out with that, uh, Jens, mm-hmm. please do. But uh, the, um, you know, I think these the, the trade shows, you know, people have been talking even before the um, the coronavirus has always been this kind of feeling, well, are the big trade shows going away and, you know, are they that important anymore? And, and, and mm-hmm. I, what I find interesting mm-hmm. about that, most of the people who make that comment typically haven't been to an IFA or they haven't been to a CES. And I think those events, especially the IFA events, because, again, they, what's always been remarkable to me about those events is that a lot of care and, and attention are paid 
to really discussing, uh, you know, tech technology themes that are not just probably product-based. You know, you, you folks, you know, tend to focus on on mm -hmm. vision, you know, where the market is going. Yeah, sure, you tie big technical trends that are going on in, in, in the marketplace, but it's al always had a thematic component that I sometimes think that CES doesn't have. CES tends to be a very glaring, you know, glossy show where I t tend to think that IFA tends to be a much more thoughtful deliberate show and and honestly you know the, the the reason why trade shows i think uh and i i have every expectation that ifa will continue to flourish as we get through this situation is that there's nothing there's no substitute for being in the same room or seeing in the same event where you're having a discussion with someone and you can read their body language you may bump into someone of course you can't do this from a virtual standpoint you know i cannot tell you the number of people that i bump in i bump into you know on the side that i didn't even know that might be at the event and that sparks an opportunity that creates an opportunity for you to capitalize on so you want to you know and you can accomplish that in a virtual type of event so this is going to be I, I you know i wish you lots of luck i am sure that you are spending lots of time preparing for it uh and uh you know i look to uh, hopefully i will see you get a chance to see you in the september time frame at this new show that and this new event that you're envisioning but uh i guess in, in just summary comments i mean when you look at the market a year from now, Jens, because I'm sure you're looking things out a year from now, when you kind of fast forward to May, June, July of next year, I mean, you do have an expectation that things, you know, the new normal, who knows what that's going to be, but it will be a lot closer to the old normal than what the new normal is right now. I mean, would you agree with that statement when you kind of flash out about a year from now and, you know, your expectations? <laughs> it's, it's a good question, indeed. I know that there are many very smart people who are telling us that there will be a new normal and it's not comparable to the old normal. My personal expectation is a little bit different um, for mm -hmm. two reasons. And one, uh, I think it's the same in the US. Usually for a New Year's Eve, you say next year I will do the most of things different. Mm -hmm. right? And then think twice what you really do. In the end, you in your old behavior mostly. Right. It means whatever people tell you today about next year, we love what we do today, and why should we everything deny uh, next year? Mm -hmm. It's the one side. Yeah. But the other side is it's much more interesting for me. Uh, the most of the, the very smart people with their expectations are telling us that we learned about the digital ways of communication and that it's so efficient and it's so, so smart and you can do your work from your home. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was a very important experience for, for all the people that you are much more flexible, especially in this very, very special times. But I see people are getting tired of only online communication, of only mm -hmm. digital communication. Yes. I'm not talking only about the meetings. I'm, I'm talking about uh, if you've seen the, the concert houses are closed around the world. And of course, the musicians did try to do online some concert, whatever. And people followed them in the first days, in the first weeks. Uh, but if you talk today to musicians, they say, yes, it's, it's okay, but we want to have that the feeling of the real human audience <laughs> in the room. Yes. At the same time, from the other side, they say we want to see, we want to feel the music in this case. And it's right. the same for meetings, it's the same for trade shows, it's the same for, 
for every area of our digital of our daily life. Digitalization is great. Uh, we know that we are not now much more flexible. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, a very important experience, but it doesn't mean that we want to live that way forever. And right. that's the, the great expectation that we be a future organizer. It's, uh, it's, it's an organizer of human-based events. Mm -hmm. Even more we see digitalized music or our events or our marketplaces, mm -hmm. more we will feel and see the desire of human beings to get a human in real contact face to face. And that's our our outlook in the decade. And on the other side, as you mentioned, there are many other shows disappear where who disappear. Mm -hmm. uh, and indeed it's not a question of coronavirus. It's really the question how do the show organizer reorganize, reshape, adapt the new developments in their industries recovery, in the in the event itself. Uh, how do we fulfill the new expectations by exhibitors or by trade visitors? Means what's the right concept at the right time? And there are several shows who master this around the world, in America, in Asia, and even in Europe. And I guess uh, I is among them. And other shows were too late and, and failed, and then we were squeezed out. And uh, mm -hmm. that's the reality. But it's a normal reality in normal markets like in every other market where the companies are not innovative enough, if they are not fast enough, if they are not, if they, if they are not in, 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 the, in the best context with their clients, do they lose market share or at the end the business? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, you know, Jens, you're a tough guy to disagree with. I, I, I agree with that vision. I think it's a very, very reasonable one to have. Um, I certainly believe that, you know, I think your new EFA event will, is going to lead, lead the world charge to back to some type of better normalcy than we have right now. So I, I wish you um, best of luck. I, I, I look forward to seeing you hopefully in, uh, in September at the next event. Uh, and again, thank you for participating mm -hmm. in today's uh, podcast. Um, to the more insights and strategy audience, please follow us on our social media partner, uh, suspect partners, that's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And until next time, have a great weekend.